Alrighty, so we're going to begin. I thank obviously all of those that are here in person and those that are joining us online on Zoom and on Facebook. Thank you so much for learning with me, with us, here in Yerushalayim, like we always say, the Valshem HaKadosh revealed to the world that where a person's mind is Shamhua Adam, that's where the person is. So in a certain way this year also, for those that are not Zoha to be with us, is, uh, is a medium for them to be able to connect to this holy place on some level and to be here with us. And so we appreciate everybody um, for coming. And I want to also just mention, obviously, you know, the concept of Imo Anarchi Vitzara, not only that Hashem is with us when a Jew is in pain, and certainly when a community is in pain, um, but that we should feel the, uh, the pain of other Jews. You know, we spoke just for, you know, before, for one fleeting second, a person feels a pachad in their heart. There are people that have been living in bomb shelters now um, for, you know, for two days. And Rahman al-Islan, you know, we have to really, really be mindful of what they're going through. We have to be mindful of, of, uh, of, of the damage that's happening in Rahman al-Islan, the loss of life. It's something that we should be davening about, thinking about. It shouldn't just be regular. You know, it's not a regular time that we're living in. We should be zocha to a complete resolution of the, uh, of, of, of the seaport. Okay, we should only hear good news. So let's jump in. We are in Ois Tes Vav. And the Rebbe says like this, a classic... Breslov declaration that could easily be taken very much out of context if this was you know, the first thing and the only thing that a person saw from Kitzvay Breslov, Amar Rabbi Nachman says, It's a big wisdom and a big intellect and a very, very hush of an important thing to be like an animal. So obviously behema is what your mashkiach was calling you for 10 years, you know? So you didn't think it was such a chachma. But obviously the Rebbe is not talking about a behema like that. What does the Rebbe mean? What does this mean? Chachma umulacha gedoyla liyas kamay behema, says the Rebbe. Zebachin, as the Pasuk in Shemay says, kol asher nasan Hashem chachma behema. There's an aspect of those, I believe that it's talking about the preparation for the Mishkan. Yaakov, thanks so much for joining us. And Eli and, and everybody who's here, thank you so much. So the Pasuk is speaking about those who are gifted with a special wisdom, with a special talent to be able to help with the construction of the Mishkan. Bahema means as they are, where they are. But the Rebbe says you can take the word Bahema and you can switch around the Oisio so that it spells Behema, an animal. So we see that there's a reference already in the Pasuk because we know that the Torah doesn't have Nekudas. Already from the Rishonim you find that you're able in the way of Drush to be able to swap out different Nekudas and to really read a Pasuk in a very, very different way. You find that the Degel brings that a lot of times from Shalos Hachubas of Rishonim already that, the, that this was a, a valid way of darshaning the Torah. And that's why the Torah was given without letter, without Oisios, without, I'm sorry, without Nekudas for that purpose. So the Rebbe says we can read the Pasuk Kol Asher Nasan Hashem Chachma Behema. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives people wisdom, behema, to be like an animal in some sense. In what sense? It's wisdom, it takes intellect, it's a big chachma to go ahead and to make oneself like an animal in the sense. Like Chazal, Darshan, Pasuk, and Tehillim. Adam uvehema toishia Hashem. Hashem saves both animals and people. Say Chazal, what does this mean? Hashem, Adam Uvehema, what's the Shvach on HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What is David Amal trying to say? Hashem, you save both people and animals. Says the Gemara. The Gemara says, this is a Gemara in Chulin, Hayyamid Beis. Elu b'nei Adam, this is a reference to human beings. Sha'arumim Badas, who are very intelligent, very wise. Umesimin atzma kibehema, and they go consciously and make themselves into an animal. And the Rashi says over there, Chazal, and, and the Mefarshim darshin this Chazal and explain this Chazal as meaning that a person goes in a very, very simple way. Over here is the first time you see something in the way of an explanation. Arumim vidas. They're very crafty. They're very like arums, like it says, like a, like a sly, sinister almost, but always thinking with calculations. And they go ahead and they make themselves like a behema, obviously, that's going to represent the flip side, right? Of arum and midas is going to be to be like a behema. What's a behema? Simple. Simple, without calculations. Like Asaf says in Tehillim, I was... Like a fool, not wise, I didn't know. I was with you, 
Mamash like an animal. Which we'll see the different places that Reb Nassim and Reb Nachman write about this concept. But this is a very foundational idea in Breslov. One of the Yisodos, one of the ultimate foundations of the Breslov path in Abodas Hashem is the concept of Tamimus Upshitas. Tamimus Upshitas, simplicity. Non-sophistication. To go in a very simple manner. Obviously this is bound with humility. But ultimately, it's bound with really having a grasp on what the tachlis hachayim is. What's the ultimate purpose? Why are we in this world? Because if a person's holding on to the tachlis in a more general sense, but is not absolutely you know, bound to it, a person can find a way of engaging with the tachlis, whether it be tefillah, whether it be limit Torah, whether it be mitzvahs, whether it be chesed. And a person understands what we're in this world for, and so he'll commit himself to go ahead and engaging with these activities. But ultimately, if there's a little bit of ego still there, and if there's a little bit of ulterior motive, that comes with calculation. What should I learn? When should I learn? Where should I learn? With whom should I learn? Who should I give chesed to? Who shouldn't I? At what time? In what place? The calculations come from ego. But when a person's battle to the tachlis, which if you had to sum up Breslov, I think we said this in previous year, in, in one word, what's the whole, is the word tachlis. The ultimate, ultimate purpose, without any stops along the way, without any, without any uh, detours, just the tachlis. When a person is focused in such a way on the tachlis, there's no room for calculations. All there is is, is the Ratzon Hashem. We realize that life is fleeting. Every moment counts. Don't stand in front. We always give this muscle of a bookshelf deciding what to learn. Pick a safer, grab it, say it to Hill, whatever it is. But like Rabbi Nachman says in other places in Sikhs Ram, which we'll learn together, that a person should literally just fill your days with learning and tehillim and mitzvahs without thinking too much about it. Just jump into it because life is so precious and short and ultimately we should live, all of us, both those here and those online and all of Am Yisrael and the whole world should live until 120 a long and happy, healthy lives. But ultimately every moment of life, as we've had a few reminders recently, Rahman al-Islam is very precious. And so that's really what it boils down to, this concept of tmimus upshitas, the concept of the time. Hashem put us into this world to serve Him, and we intend to do so without any calculations that are bound with our own, uh, our own presence. So that's the gist of this teaching. Let's go a little bit further in depth by looking at two teachings from Lukutur Mantinyan. Of course, we have a Yantiv coming up, so we know already what tonight's year is going to be about. It's about Shuas, of course, totally without planning. It's just it happens that way all the time. So we're going to take a look at two teachings from Rabbi Nachman about this concept. Then Israel Hashem will travel to Berdichev. We'll learn an amazing teaching from the Kedusha Slevi. And then Rabbi Nassim Mamish takes it home with, uh, with the Kutel it's, it's, it's so incredible. Mamish, Mamish, incredible. So it's a privilege to be learning it with you. Says the Yadnamdalid, a famous piece, and we actually quoted it, I think, in Sikhus Ran Gimel, one of the early Shir, and we already brought this piece, but it's good to remember and to review. After one has already engaged in Chachmas, or a person who's inclined to make calculations, even a person who knows what it means, Chachman, a person who's very intelligent, and a person who's very calculated, thought out, in a good way. But achar kol hachachmas, the ultimate pinnacle of wisdom, not in the sense that a person should do away with chachma. We've mentioned this in the past. Not to be a shaita, that's not either a positive thing. But Rabbi Nachman says that there's a tmimos, there's a simplicity that is not in place of chachma, but transcends chachma. It's ultimately the highest, because who's the biggest chacham at the end of the day? The big philosopher wasted all of his time trying to figure out what life was about, and ultimately maybe he had five minutes at the very end when he realized that, oh, you know, I should maybe open a, a gemara for once in my life or the person who didn't make calculations and believed and walked and, and used every single moment of his life. Who was the bigger Chacham? Right? So on one level, of course, the philosopher had chachma in the classical sense, but the biggest chacham, ultimately the wise person, the one who made use of his time, is the one who's going with tmim subshita. So Rabbi Nachman says that it's a kind of chachma that transcends tmimus. Achar chachmas, the highest level, after a person goes through and experiences all of that chachma, after a person experiences that, makes his calculations, bottom line is when it comes down to game time, you throw all of that away. Without any sophistication, just to come to Hashem on the most basic, basic level. Human being, creation to creator. Simple as it is, without any fancy kavanas, meditations, nothing. Just very basic. A kapital tehillim, a broken heart. Honesty, sincerity, authenticity, which we speak about so much. Belishim chachmas.
You know what the biggest Chachma is of all the Chachmas? Is not to be a Chachma. That's the biggest Chachma of all the Chachmas. Of course, not again in the classical sense, but in the ultimate sense of what it means Chachma, to really make use of life and to live in the best way, to bring Hashem down into the world, to fulfill the Tachlis, not just of our own individual existence, but the existence of, the, of our nation, of the national soul, of like what's Am Yisrael about? What have we been doing in this world for thousands of years? What's this story that was going on now in Harabais is just one other episode in this long and story tale where everything is fitting to the book of who's supposed to be persecuting us, when, where. And bottom line is, in 2021, with all of religion being so archaic and foolish, you know what people say in the postmodern world that everybody looks at, at religion. Bottom line, the entire world is focused and depending on this you know, very small piece of property called Harabais. And that becomes the flashpoint and the focal point of all of diplomatic, you know, the whole world is, 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 is going crazy over this. You know, because that's part of our Sipur. What are we here for? To bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into this world, dear B'tachtonim. To serve Him as best as we possibly can. Atem Eidainu Hashem. To serve as God's witnesses to the world that there exists objective truth, objective morality. And it's an obvious truth that becomes obscured, but that's our job and position. And when we do that, not to be a chacham with it. Because the person who thinks he's more of a chacham is the least, is the, less, is the least chacham of all. The person who walks around chest puffed out, a big arrogant philosopher, you know, it, it takes you know, just a very simple yid, like we mentioned last time. What do we say? We said, uh, a kasher, a Jew. A person doesn't look very impressive on the outside. He looks at such a person and says, okay, very nice. I'm not going to argue with you, but you're a shaita. You're a shaita with all of your doctorates and with all of your PhDs. You're a shaita because you're wasting your life, because you're wasting your time. So I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm going to run into the nearest bomb shelter, the Kedusha, you know, into the nearest uh, spiritual protection zone, and open my Tehillim and pour out my heart before Hashem, who sent me to the world to do exactly that. As, as the Pasuk says, that there's no Chachma, I think the Kedusha slave quotes it, or Ibn Nachman himself quotes it later, there's no chachma, there's no tfuna negdeiz baruch. When you come negdei, shivisi amvayel and negdei summit, when you come before Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is echad pashat. Right, the Rambam, the Kuzari, everybody, one of the things that we know about Hashem conclusively, echad pashat, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is pashat. And when you come neged Hashem, bringing your chilek alukami mal to the, to, the, uh, to the table, that means that when it's an aspect of neged, when it's an aspect of shivisi Hashem l'negdei summit, I'm coming face to face with God to interact with Him, the Pasuk says, Ein chachma tfuna There's no chachma, there's no tfuna. You leave that by the door and you come in ketinak ben yoyimah, like a little child relating to his, to his father. Ikerhu ki rachmana liba boy. One of the foundational watchwords of the Hasidic movement, obviously it's a Gemara, but the Vashem HaKadosh made this into the, the Yisoah that everything, everything is founded on. Rachmana liba boy. HaKadosh Baruch wants the heart. The mind is supposed to serve the heart. The mind is supposed to serve as this way of deepening the feelings of the heart. And the heart is taloi, the midos and the lev, the six spheres are taloi an chachma bin and das. But the ikr is rachman alibabai. That's the main thing. So when you light up the heart with the engagement with chachma bin and das and limanat Torah or any other uh, intellectual pursuit or calculation that we need to make, which yeshiva to go to and so on and so forth, but when you're in the moment of avodah Hashem, then you let your heart take over. It's Rahman Ali Babai. And you're serving Hashem out of that place. Here, Ibn Ahmad, in the next teaching, Lukutum Ran 123, it's easy to remember. It's like, because it's all about Pshitas and it's simple, like 123. So, Lukutum Ran, Kuf Chav Gimel, the Heliger Rebbe says like this. He speaks about Kabbalah Satayra. What was it about Am Yisrael that made them so mukhshar? Here we're getting ready for Shavuos, right? To prepare, hopefully with Kavanas and with, with all of the calculations. But what's at the root of it? The primary foundation of Yiddishkeit that everything relies on, everything. 
is to bind yourself as best as you can to the tzaddik adar to those that are going to be able to guide you in the way that your neshama particularly needs to be guided to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kabul Devarav, and to receive his words, to accept what he says, Al Every single little piece of advice that the tzaddik is giving you, to go with it, to accept it, to believe in it, that there's room both for an amuna in Hashem and also the tzaddikim. Not that amuna in tzaddikim is valuable in and of itself, but the tzaddik serves as the medium to bring a Jew up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by virtue of his guidance, by virtue of his etzahs. The point is not to go Go to the tzaddik and stop there. That's Christianity. The goal is to enable the tzaddik to become this uh, this this way of being able to drag you, you know, through him. Rabbi Nachman has a Torah Torah ayin where he speaks about the holy gravity of the tzaddik that pulls one to the tzaddik, but ultimately through the tzaddik up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because that's the tzaddik's gravity. The tzaddik's gravity is simply that he's cleaned out his channel, and Hashem's koach hamoshech is working through the tzaddik to draw everybody up to him. Whether a small thing, whether a big thing, not to go to the right, not to go to the left. Like Chazal themselves tell us in the Sifri, phenomenal Chazal. Even if the Tzadikim tell us that right is left and left is right, that's something that's a Mitzias, we know it not to be the case. Put your Chachmas aside and walk. And walk. Because their guidance didn't come from a place of chachma. Their guidance didn't come from a place of rationality. We speak so often about those rationalist Judaism. There's no, it's, a, it's an oxymoron. Everything that we rely on is Ruch HaKadosh, that we believe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu divinely inspired the Chachamim based on their ego nullification, based on their personal Tikkun HaNefesh and perfection, to the point that they channeled something that was coming from a different place. So even though from our perspective, we spoke about this a lot earlier in this series, but from our perspective, something doesn't look rational, doesn't look right, that's when we need to go into Bittal. That's when we need to go into this Indian of Behemah Sihisimach, to be like a holy Behemah, without Das. Chazal themselves say that. And to remove any of his own intellect and preconceived notions. As if a person does not have any of his own seichel to let go of it and to, and to bind yourself to the tzaddik. And he says a scary thing. That a person has even a little bit of his own seichel. That's not the perfection. It's not the shlemus of being mukusher to the tzaddik. tzaddik. You're not ultimately bound to the tzaddik with all of that. With all that that brings. So obviously there are varying degrees, and this is a lifelong work, and it takes a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of humility, and it takes a lot of bittel to get into that place. Especially in our society that we pride ourselves on, you know, individuality and so on and so forth. The chachma is. The tmimus is the, chachma, the, the true chachma is is to realize that the tzaddik shabadar that Rabbi Nachman is speaking about is one that preserves your personal individuality, not despite specifically through that kesher. But in order to get there, a person has to go into it with bittel. A person has to go into it with a certain sense of humility to say, "I'm open-minded. My heart is open. I'm leaving all of what they told me, you know, for 20 years, whatever, at the door, and I'm opening my lave and I'm saying, I believe in this tzaddik." I believe in this tzaddik. My heart is open. And every person has their own kesher. Every person has their own hiskashras to a particular tzaddik, a particular derech. What you feel drawn to, ein adam lo made ella, b'makom, not shadaytoy chafetz, but shaliboy chafetz, rachmanalibaboy. The main thing is the heart. Without calculations. You feel drawn to something, leave everything else. No calculations. You don't have to listen to anybody else. Rabbi Nachman, for example, didn't need anybody's saskama. People say, you know, which gadol said to go to Uman? Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman said to go to Uman. So he didn't need, he didn't need people's haskamas. And when a person feels that about a particular tzaddik, you leave everything else, not to say that everything else is wrong and this is right. This is the makom that we feel, I believe, that we feel our hearts, or I know for myself personally, is drawn to. You leave everything and you go. And then the rest of it is a long, lengthy, difficult process, often difficult process, of getting your own das out of the way and really being makosher and really connecting and saying, this is a derech that can bring me to my shleimus 
is this is a derech that can enable me to utilize every minute of my life to the nth degree, to the extent, so that I should live a life both beruchnis and begashmis that's bursting with vitality and energy and chiyas and health and beauty and normalcy v'chuleh v'chuleh. So you leave everything and you go and it takes time. And you, and you battle, and some days you're more in your own das, and some days you're more in the tzaddik's das. But ultimately, at the end, the goal is that a person should come to such a place where it's, he's filled with the das of the tzaddik. And you see this phenomenally by breast lovers. You, know, you can have a room full of breast lovers, something beautiful about breast lovers, unlike some other chassidus in, is that it's tremendously diverse. There are Temani breast lovers, and Sephardi breast lovers, and Ashkenazi breast lovers, and chassid, already chassidish breast lovers from Satmar and other places that were, you know, became breast lovers, and Geirim, and so on and so forth. But when you go to a place where the chevra are really, not just like pretending, but really learning and living with the das of the tzaddik, you feel it in the room. There's a das, there's an energy, there's an atmosphere. These people, they sh- despite the difference in how they look and the disparity in their age and background and so on and so forth, there's a shared consciousness because these are people that left whatever they thought they knew at the door and they opened their minds to something else and they share that together. They share that. Rav said that the reason why he was, be, he was able more than anybody else to channel the das of Rabbi Nachman into the world, it was all Rav Nassim. Rav Nassim was the one, you know, my wife and I were reading on Shabbos now through fire and water, some of the Chavar read. It's mamish phenomenal what we owe Rav Nassim, maybe even more than Rabbi Nachman. Because without Rav Nassim, we would have been left with klum, with nothing. How he ran around collecting the funds, Mesiris Nefesh, building a shtibel, in a, in a time where it, it was... It was the, you know, the travel, just the travel itself, forget about the busyness and, 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 and how much he was persecuted and so on, what he had to go through personally. But Urb said that the reason why he was Zoha, to be this channel, to bring, we spoke about a channel before, to bring Rabbi Nachman's Torah into the world is because he said, from the moment that I began to understand the godless of Rabbi Nachman, and this was a person who was by the Berdichever, this was a person who was by the different Sadiqim of the Dar, Tamidi Hamagid. And Rabbi Nachman was the youngest of them all. He was essentially a kid when Urb met him. I think he was 32 or something. And Urb was even younger, was in his early 20s. And he came to, to, to Rabbi Nachman, he said, I left everything that I knew in my mind at the door, and that included all of his ga'oinus and learning, nigla. He was the son-in-law of one of the gadoile hadar of that time, the non-chassidim, Rav David Svi Orbach, his name was. Rabbi Nachman himself praised as being a tremendous tzaddik, even though he's a huge misnagid. But, um, but he came around in the end when he saw Rav Nassim's, you know incredible authenticity um, and, and growth, ultimately. But Rav Nassim had in his mind, we're talking about Shas and Poiskim's like the basics. Before he got to the Rebbe, he left it all. And he said, I heard one Dibur from the Rebbe, I had one drop of Seichel. I heard a second Dibur from the Rebbe, I had a second drop of Seichel. And that's why Rav Nassim was able to like download the consciousness of Rabbi Nachman and use that to, tra- to transmit it to the world. And this is why Rav Nassim is, is referred to as the Levana, as the moon. What's the whole thing of the Levana? Klape the Shemesh in relation to the sun. All it does is reflect the light of the sun. It has no light of its own. That's why Pnei Yeshua Kepnei Levana and Pnei Moshe Kepnei Chama. The Chazal tells us Gemara Baba Basra and the Samach Samachim maybe. Right? What does that mean? That means that Yeshua Klapi Moshe was the, was the Levana, was the moon in the sense that he had none of his own light. Did he have light? A tremendous amount of light. Where did he get it from? From Moshe Rabbeinu. And the same thing, of course, by all the tzaddikim, like we discussed, who had their special talmidim. If it was Rabbi Kiva, it's Rabbi Shem Barichai, obviously Moshe and Yeshua. That reason of Chaim Yital, the Baal Shem HaKadosh, the Magadim is rich. Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi had that Talmud-Rav relationship, sun and moon. Tmimus Pshitas. To be Mekasher. To be Mekasher yourself to the tzaddik. To be Mekusher to the tzaddik. Yisrael, and he says back inside, excuse me, <coughs> still getting over, being under the weather. Ezer Hashem, getting better every day. Yisrael, he says, He says, when Am Yisrael came, standing by our Sinai, they came with tremendous chachmas, tremendous calculations. All of the Avodah of that time, and certainly Amalek, we know, Amalek's connected to the concept of philosophy, or Nachman says in Likut Mantanyana, that Amalek is the philosopher, Amalek is with the chachma, because the, because the Pasuk says, Goyim Amalek. Amalek is associated with the Roman associated with the mind, not so much the heart. Amalek is the philosopher, the cynic, doubting, right? The postmodern, you know, try, try, trying to touch up and, and, and answer everything and biblical criticism and all this stuff. That's Amalek. That's Amalek that tries ultimately to cool off the Leva. Because Reish is Goyim Amalek. 
And Amalek is that nation that attacks Am Yisrael when? Paderech. On the way out of Mitzrayim to where? To Matan Torah, which we're coming to next week. So he says that Am Yisrael were mushma from this. The whole world was filled with Havai Dezara, not because they were pagans, but because they were big philosophers. And in their mind, what they arrived at was this idea, like the Ramam says in, in, in the beginning of, of, of Mishnah Torah, where he talks about the different kinds of Havai And he speaks about this idea that they believed in a God, but they came with their philosophy to say, no, it must be that this God has nothing to do with this world. And that he sort of, you know, appointed different uh, beings that are seeing that deserve to be served and so on and so forth all this calculations if Am Yisrael would not have gone ahead to let go of the Chachmas to leave their concepts and their ideas at the door if Am Yisrael wouldn't have been doing this they would not have been able to receive the Torah at all because it's very likely that they would have become kaifrim in everything. Nothing Moshe Rabbeinu was doing. None of the signs that he showed to them. Mamash like Paro. So they said, oh, big deal. It's a magic trick. We could do the same thing. And they had a taich for everything. Everything that happened. Even today, like I mentioned in Ashir, there are those, that, if you look online, that have scientific explanations for the ten plagues. Everything we could explain it. But okay, as long as there's some possibility that it didn't have to be divine, right? Because they believe that something like this happens. Either it's in the records or v'chulei. But, uh, but, but everything you could explain, everything you could explain with Chachmas, they would have been kaifer v'akom. All of the awesome signs and all the awesome wonders that they had witnessed, that they saw in front of their eyes, wouldn't have helped. He says, we find that there are those today as well, right, who look at open miracles, and we'll find a way to explain how that, uh, you know, that was perfectly natural. You know, they, they were sending around today a graphic, I posted it to Facebook and other places, um, where there was a, there was a rocket that was shot from Gaza, it came through the roof of a greenhouse in some town down, down, down south, and it landed in the, uh, in the middle of a big field in, the, in a greenhouse, you know, with crops growing lines of crops, and it just landed there, and it did nothing. It didn't explode, it didn't blow up, as the rockets usually do. And zero. And the person, when interviewed um, about this incredible, essentially, miracle that happened, he said that he had just accepted upon himself to keep this coming year Shemitah that's coming up. And he said he sees this as mamish, a protection from Hashem, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent a rocket in Klum, wasn't able to blow up. So I posted this on Facebook. Someone says, oh, I worked in the military. Yeah, it happens there are duds sometimes. You know, some things don't work. I said, Hashem knows where to put his duds. I'm not arguing that it, wasn't a, <laughs> that it was a dud. I believe that. But Hashem knows exactly which one should be a dud and not. There's a way to be metarit to everything if you want to, right? So Am Yisrael would not have been able to receive the Torah. Ach Yisrael, but he said, I'm Emes. They saw the truth. And the truth is Tmimus. The truth is Yaakov Ish Tam. Titen Emesli Yaakov. Yaakov Ish Tam Yosheva Halim. In the Halim of Torah, ultimately, that Yaakov Avinu was sitting and he was learning all the time. What's the essence of Torah? What does it mean to be Mikabal the Torah? Ish Tam. Benasan Lanataras Emes. Titen Emesli Yaakov. Ish Tam is Oisiyas. Yesh Emes. Yaakov Avinu, in order to tap into Emes, needed to go with Tmimus. Ashrei. So Am Yisrael, Am Kadesh, Ro HaEmes, they saw the truth, Vishlichu Chachmas, and they threw all the Chachmas away. They believed in Hashem by virtue of their believing in Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu took them up to Hashem. It was B'Koach of Moshe, Rabbi Nachman writes, that the Shiva, that the the the, the, uh, the opened up by our, by Matan, um, by Kriyas Yamsov, and they were able to see incredible wonders. All B'Koach of Moshe. And ultimately, it's the tzaddik that brings the Torah down to us. Of course, it's from Hashem. And of course, the ikr is to be makasha ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged things in such a way that an integral part of the transmission of Torah from genera- generation to generation is through the tzaddikim. And this is what Targum Unkelis says, that Am Yisrael is called an Am Novel. Essentially, it's a challenge to them that they're an Am Novel, they're, they're a debased nation, without wisdom. 
Says the Heilige Targum, who knew how to be mitargim, you know, and not just those things that were a miracle, chas v'shalom, not to uh, translate it as a, as, a, as a natural thing, but to take something that's negative and to be mitargim and to find miracles everywhere, even in, you know, even in the natural things. Says the Heilige Targum, the Targum says an amazing thing. The Heilige Targum writes, Amma, this is referring to the nation, that accepted the Torah, the Loichakim. And they didn't engage in over-calculations and over-sophistications that would have precluded them from being able to accept the Torah. Without Chachma. To be like a behemoth de Kedusha. To cast all the Chachmas away. And this is the word Naval. Rosh Tevis Lamed, Bez, Nesivas. Naval is Nun, Bez, Lamed. Nun stands for Nesivas, paths. And Bez and Lamed is Lamed, Bez, the 32 paths that are rooted in the sphere of Chachma, Chachmila, from which the Torah derives. That the whole Torah is wrapped up into the Lamed Beis Nesivas Chachma. Because this is the true Chachma. That all of the other perceived intellectual pursuits and accomplishments are batal, batal mavutal. And this is the word novel. Am novel. Lamed Beis Nesivas. Without their own personal sophistication. Which is ultimately called the dregs, you know, the, the lower uh, manifestation of Chachma Ilav, Chachma Yoyna, of the Chachma of Akadish Baruch. And Ramnasim puts in brackets just to remind us that this is so wondrous. Because he says, He says, Everybody else is in wonder over this Targum. How did the Targum get from this Pasuk? Am novel, Chacham, Am de Kabiloi Raisa Chakimu. That's not the Targum. Where did he get that from? Targum Unklis is not like the Targum Yerushalmi. It's very, very exact. Where do you find such a thing that the Targum says an amazing interpretation of the word novel that seems to have nothing to do with receiving the Tyra? On the contrary, it seems like a negative thing. Everybody has a problem with this targum. What's the what's the targum? Now, based on Rabbi Nachman's revelation that novel stands for lamed beis nesivas chachma, that this is the higher kind of chachma. They didn't have their own sophisticated chachma, but am novel. They were connected to the lamed beis nesivas chachma. Law, which the Torah comes from. Titain emes Yaakov, and also emes. Yaakov is tam The tmimus enable them to receive the Torah. Now we can understand this beautiful targum. But says Rabbi the main thing is lias tam v'yashar to be simple, to be straight, direct. to fear God and to walk in a way that's staying away from evil. Very, very posh. without any sophisticated intellect that's going to prevent that process from taking place. After the Pasuk and Malachim described Shlomo Malach as that he was the wisest person that ever lived, Amar, Shlomo Malach himself says, Consciously, Shlomo Malach walks into the state of saying, I'm like a fool. I'm the biggest fool. And I do not have Binas Adam. What does that mean? Shlomo is the smartest person who ever lived and he doesn't have Bina? Because he says, Loi Binas Adam Lee. My own Bina. My own understanding that's rooted in the fact that I'm an Adam, that I'm an intellectual being. Loi Binas Adam Lee. I let go of that. I let go of that. And I opened my heart, Rachman Ali Babai, to the ways of the Torah. And that's why Shlomo Malach was the biggest Chacham. Because consciously, he went ahead and uprooted any of his own personal sophisticated intellect. And this is what Asav also says, and what's quoted in the piece from Sikha Saran. To be like a behema. Like we said, you come into that actual experience of a relationship and of trying to serve the master of the world. You let go of all the eights. Says the Hilgar Baditch of Arab, Shir Ashir. The Pasuk says, mm-hmm. 
Don't you know the most beautiful among maidens, as HaKadosh Baruch Hu describing Am Yisrael, walk out like the shepherdess walking with the flocks of sheep. Says the Heilige Kedusha Slevi's Chus Yagnalino Aklal, who the rule is, Kiesh Adam Shoevedes Haboyre Machmashu Yedea Shebevadi Ashpiel of Kola Toivus Kishi Avadesai. He says there's one kind of person that serves God, or that his service of God is founded upon the understanding that a Kodesh Baruch is going to shower me with so much Shefa and good in this world and good in the next world. It's with a calculation. And based on different mitzvahs that a person has in front of him, such a person, he's going to make a calculation. Well, which, what, what, which one is going to get me more schar? What's the better investment, right? Because everything, again, he wants to do the right thing, but it's still coming from a place of his own egotistical gain. So it's going to be filled with calculations. But there's another kind of person that serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu without a tam, without needing to know reasons, without asking questions. Because he knows that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created him. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the whole world. Again, that word emes, right? To go in a way of emes, tzmimus, pshitos. Very simply, without calculations, to make a cheshbin, what's getting me more schar, what's getting me less schar, then Chazal actually tell us, right? That a person should go and run to go ahead. Well, actually, over there, it's also wrapped up in the Indian of schar. But ultimately, a person is supposed to just grab anything that you, that you possibly can in a way of Kedusha without any calculations. The Bredichver also quotes this Pasuk. And the Gemara in Chulin, B'nai Adam, Shemesimin Atzma Kebehema, people that make themselves as if they're like animals in the way of letting go of their sophistications, and going into it, mamish like a behema. Haratzen bize. What do Chazal mean? This is one kind of calculation, one kind of sophistication. Let go of it. HaKadosh Baruch will give you schar, but that's not why you're here. Ultimately, it's not about your own tikkun and godless ha'adam. It's about the shechina HaKadoshah. That's in gullus and our own lack of understanding. It's about having been gifted with the deepest spiritual system with which we're supposed to transform the world to be a nation of, of, of priests and a shining kingdom, right? Am that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a nation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu describes as an Am Kadosh, Mamleches Koyan and Begoy Kadosh, Or Lagoyim, to be a light unto the nations, to transform every aspect of physicality into a dwelling place for the Shekhinah. So there's no personal Cheshbonus. If a person goes ahead and serves because of the tam, he's in Adam. Like the Pasuk of Shleim HaMalach who said, right? He didn't have the human sophistication. That's an aspect of Adam. That's the person that takes his aspect of Adam and he moves it into the into the Bechina of Behema. Ah, such a person, Toshia Hashem. Such a person a Kaddish Baruch was going to carry. When a person again is serving based on the tam, that's ultimately egotistical in nature, it's an aspect of the feminine. It's the aspect of mekabel. It's the aspect of receiving because the whole of it is Hashem is founded on the concept that I'm only doing it because I'm getting something for it. So yes, I'm doing the right thing, but for completely wrong motives, completely sophisticated and ego rooted right or, or you know reasons that are rooted in the ego ego related reasons and that's the bechina nukva bechina smekabel but when a person serves Hashem to do what's right without any chashboynes or calculations as ena He's no longer in this Bechina. He's the Bechina of Gever. He's the Bechina of Mashpia. He's the Bechina of giving to Hashem. That my role is not simply to go ahead and view God as a vending machine that we put in a couple of quarters and we get a chocolate bar. That's not what this is about. On the contrary, we're here to give to Hashem, so to speak. To new oiz lelakim. To add on koach, the pamal yeshamal. To conquer this world, not for us, but for Hashem. It's a completely different approach. By... In, oh, by, by, in comparison with which the other approach is like very stunted and small. And the Svarim explained that that other approach is the approach of Gullus. It's the approach of exile when we forgot who Am Yisrael is, what we are. So it's in Bechina of Misa in the sense that like the body, Rahman al-San, you know, after 120 a person leaves the world and a Shama leaves, 
And what happens? The body starts to split and divide into different disparate joints and pieces. Ultimately, the skin wastes away and you just have a skeleton of disparate bones that don't necessarily show that this was once a unified individual. But when a person's alive, the neshama unifies the whole body. It functions in tandem. It's one person, not a bunch of the, an ear and a mouth and a nose. It's, it's one individual. It's one human being. So when Amisrael are in a state of ge'ula, so the neshama is coming down into our body, the whole Am Yisrael, and we see ourselves as being a whole, as a national whole, with a national mission. It's in Golos, like the Gros says, that it's a Bechina of Misa, an aspect of death, where we start to split into different factions. Each one has their own thing, and each, and each person has his own cheshben. That's, that's very Golistic. So when the Baal Shem HaKadosh wants to get us ready for Geula, and, and, and the Baal Shem brings into this world a consciousness to begin allowing us to once more understand what Yiddishkeit is supposed to be on a Geula level, to start getting us ready, to make an early Shabbos, you know, to bring in Shabbos a little bit early by preparing our minds and our consciousness for Mashiach, we have to start thinking big picture. We have to start thinking, what's this all about? Not for me, but for Am Yisrael. What's our story? And if we hear we mamash see it, we're back in Eretz Yisrael after 2,000 years, what's going on? Every single detail is tikkunim, tikkunim, tikkunim. This is the very end. We're mamash holding on. This is the very end. But we're back. This is the story, not of Yaakov Klein, and not of Penny, and not of each individual. This is the story of Am Yisrael. And the more close we're getting to Geula, the closer we're getting, the more we're beginning to adapt this mindset, this consciousness, to think much bigger than Godless Adam, Tikkun Adam, Tikkun Amidas. It's, it's, that's cute. That's nice. It's for Galas. It's not for Geula. Geula is, is the Shechina. Geula is dear betachtoina. Geula is not the Indian of Schar or Oynesh. Geula is, 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 includes all those things. It's much bigger than that. That's Geula. Says the Hilig Rabbidichavar, this is the Pshat in the Pasuk. V'zeu, im loy teidi lecha hayafa benashem. Haratzen b'zeh. What this means is, im loy tirtzeleida hatam me'avdos. If you're not going to go and seek a calculation every single time, how much karma am I getting for this? How much is this worth? How much is this worth? And you let go and you say, Rabbanshalom, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to connect you. I'm here to do, and I'm not thinking calculations. I'm here to turn this world into a dear betachtonim, into a dwelling place for you. Then you'll no longer be in the aspect of an akeva in the sense of being mekabal all the time. That's, the, that's why this Pasuk says, if you'll go out from your das, from the aspect of Yafa Benashim, which is nice again for Gullahs, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us, whether we're males or females, that's not the point, we're talking conceptually, Hashem wants us to become a gever. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that we should be in the aspect in Avodos Hashem of mashpia, of giving to Him, with confidence, with strength, and knowing our power, and knowing how important our avoda is, that Hashem is like our shadow, doing what we do. Kiyushasi Lamala, Hashem says, based on Chazal, also Ritual teaching, but the tzaddikim say, "My holiness above says Hashem is mikdu shaschem. It's based on your kedusha. Kedoshim tiu ki kadeshani. If you're holy, I'll be holy," says Hashem. Crazy thing. It's depending on us. Ein adaver talui elabi elabanu on us. So aratzin bezeh, right? So then says says the ritual. That's pshat at the end of the pasuk. Tzi lecha beikve hatzayin. Go out into the sheep corral. Kemoisha kasabnu adam ubehema. Go into this aspect of being a holy animal. Leave the aspect of das. Imulai teidi lecha hayafa benashim. Leave the aspect of mekabel. Leave the aspect of nashim, and go out to the sheep. So beautiful. Go out with the animals. Go out and watch the way that they go with simplicity. Follow the lead of the shepherd. Shepherd. When something hurts them, they cry. Without any chachmas, just to be. Just be. Stop doing. Just be. That's the princess. That's the princess. That's Malchus. That's the week that we're in now. The why. The animating factor of getting in touch with what is this all about. This is Malchus based on it. What's it all about? This is Shabbos Kodesh, the Tachlis. What's the Tachlis? What's the Tachlis Hachayim? What's the, what's the purpose of all of this? That's where the salvation lies. What a phenomenal piece. But here we bring it home with the Reb Nassim. Not sure if we're going to get to the other piece today, maybe we'll save for next week. Says the Heliga Rebnasen like this in the Kutiyalachas. 
Ki ikur ha'emuna says Reb Nassim, based on this piece in Sichasaran that we're learning tonight, he bebechinas behema. The primary aspect of faith is to make oneself like an animal, to let go of any sophisticated ideas. Ki ikur shleimus ha'emuna. The primary completion of faith. Who is she? Is salik daita v'chachmaseli gamri that a person should go ahead and let go of his own das, let go of his own chachma, let gamri completely. V'yasem atzma kebehema. And again, this is the Levana speaking. This is Reb Nassim, who was the aspect of Yeshua, Ein la'arma atzma. This was his whole life. This was his essence. Lasses atzmi kebehem of a yamen ba shemiz barach, and to believe in Hashem uvid tzaddikim amitiim, and in the true tzaddikim emuna shleim alavad, with complete faith. Ki ikra emuna hu b'masha ein haseichel meivin. The primary faith is not what you can understand, and then it makes sense to you. That's not faith. That's called das. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that we should be ma'aminim and ma'aminim. And that's in the things that we can't understand. And that we don't even try to or attempt to explain or understand by yidam aaron, without going to the whole thing of meiron, not to touch up and give reasons and explanations by yidam. Just to go into this aspect of saying, it's beyond me, it's beyond me. Ki he says, what we can understand with our seichel in shayich emuna. as is explained in other places, that's not called a faith. Al-Kain, therefore, Ikur ha'emunu hu bebechinas va'ani bar v'lei eida the pasuk that Rabbi Nachman quoted in the piece from Sicha Saran I was a fool v'lei eida I left my wisdom and my knowledge at the door behema isimach I made myself like a behema in relation to you Hakadosh Baruch Hu bechinas Adam uvehema toishi Hashem v'darsh Rabbi Sinuzal again bringing the same Gemara and Chulin b'nei Adam sha'arumim b'das this is a reference to people who have natural intellect are wise people they're not fools but umesimin atzmon mamish in the aspect of a conscious decision like uh, like a Shleimah Malach that Shleimah Malach says bar anochem iish v'loy binas Adamli why because he was stupid because he was a fool chas v'shalom the opposite he was the wisest of all men vayechka mikol Adam but with that Adam aspect of Adam arumim b'das he went into this aspect of bar anochem iish v'loy binas Adamli so umesimim atzmik behema they go ahead and consciously they're b'nei Adam arumim b'das they're very wise, but they make a conscious decision to let that go. Why? Because a chachma hagedoylah shabachal hachachmas is lilias chachem kla. Because that's the biggest chachma. And so, if they're truly wise, b'nei adam arumim b'das, then the next thing for them to do is lasis atzman kebehema. Because that's the chachma hagedoylah shabachal hachachmas. It says at a certain point, let go and be. That Shleim HaMalach was so wise. And also another Pasuk where Shleim HaMalach says, Shleim says, I said, I would be wise, but but I realized that it's Rachik for me. Or better said, that he went ahead and made that his understanding should be Rachik. He distanced himself from that Indian of... Uh, Amarti echkama. Al Cain, therefore, says Reb Nassim. Misha writes a lizkois lechaye oilam, a person who wants to enter into eternal life. Lechayim nitzchim, to the true eternal tachlis of why we're in this world. Hagadoil. I'm sorry. Misha writes a lechaye oilam, lechaye nitzchim, lechaye mamitim. Again, that word MS. To live a true life. Tzarek lesalik. Let it go. It's a Yetzahara. It's Mamash Yetzahara. The desire for philosophical knowledge, it's a waste of time. It's Pasha to waste. We have access to objective das of revelation. Open up you know, the Svarim and just learn and take it in. This is divine revelation. It's wisdom that's timeless. It's forever. It's eternal. And every moment that we do this and we let go of that need to understand things with our own mind, but we say, I'm going to believe in the tzaddikim. I'm going to believe in Hashem to go ahead and to let my own knowledge and my own understanding stand on the side and to open myself up. We're zocha. In that moment to be mekasher to the tzaddikim who are mekasher ourselves to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we're zocha to the deepest chachma, to the deepest life. To let go and to just depend and rely on emunah faith alone. 
Again, this is the deepest wisdom of all wisdoms. As is already brought in the breast of Corpus in another place which we've learned together tonight. Because when a person is going to be strong in emunah levad yamim vishanim to go days to go years belis seichel v'chachmas v'chakiras klal without any of his own rationalistic philosophizing but to let go and let God mamish to open the heart to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and to His tzaddikim klal b'moicha and not to have any of that in his brain as I bevadai yiske b'ravoy sayavam lahasig lahavan asagos v'chachmas elikus amitios mashi efsher b'seichel anoishi lahasig. That at the end of the day, he's going to be Zoha to a far deeper way of understanding things that transcends the human mind's ability to come up with on his own. Because that's only subjective understanding and morality as opposed to objectivity, to open up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's revelation, which is the Torah that's given on our Sinai, with everything that it contains. And so that's just a better investment of time. He passed me, I'll read to you a line from the Ramak. Ramak says an amazing thing. He goes through in the beginning of Hadith Yermanim whether or not a person who doesn't believe in the spheros is a kaifer. He's done on that. What, what, are, are, you know, where do spheros fall? The ten spheros, that system of understanding, the midos of Hashem, the way that he interacts with the world, how that goes into our Yisode Amuna, where that falls. So he goes through two different kinds of people. He says the first kind of person is a person who simply never heard of them. He simply doesn't know about them. Kabbalah wasn't learned by the masses as much as it is today. It's much more revealed and accessible today. Certainly children, we don't teach Kabbalah, right? It's not, we don't find that it's of the Yisodei Amuna. Chazal don't tell us, you know, instead of beginning with Shema Yisrael Hashem Elikin Hashem begin with Pasach Aliyah from the Zohar, start to teach him. Doesn't say. So he says such a person is not called a kofer if he doesn't if he doesn't understand. He says, a person who learns the Indian, knows about it, and denies it, that's a kaifer, he says, mamash. But listen to what he says about the person who doesn't, just by virtue of, you know, not hanging around in those circles, not exposing himself to that kind of limud. Listen to this. He says, from here we have a raya, that a person who didn't delve into the Indian of the spheres, never heard of them, or wasn't exposed to them, this is not a person who's officially uh, a heretic, a kaifer. Amnam, he says, listen to this. But we would be correct in saying a love about such a person. That he was never, he never had any access to light, to illumination. He never tasted the sweetness of Tarvitsuf Amara and the nectar of his of, of its pleasant and sweet sayings. and such a person will die without any wisdom and without having seen goodness in this world. That's what the Ramak says. About a person who innocently just it's not his thing. A person who knows that there's such a thing as Kabbalah in the world, knows that there's such a thing as Sod, knows that there's such a thing as Chasidus, knows that there's such a thing as a deeper understanding than the Nishmasa de Raisa, and chooses just to mock it and to say, it's not, not with rational understanding. So he loses, thank you so much, he loses that Indian of being able to access Chachma on the level that he couldn't dream of. That Ramnasan says at the end of such a person's life who goes with Tamima Subshitas and believes in the Tzaddikim and believes in their revelations and believes in their Tzidkis and their holiness and their lack of ego and their channeling something deeper, higher than what the mind is able to understand. And a person leaves the PhDs and takes them off the wall and says, I'm going like a behemoth. Such a person, the, the, the deepest, deepest divine intellect, what he never would have been able to understand or to attain such a deep understanding of the world with his own mind. He says, don't test this out because it's not Kedai to go ahead in the way of the philosophers. Leave that, he says. We have to trust in this also. This is the training wheels. You have to trust that you have to trust the tzaddikim. You know, the pieces like this require a level of emunah to say, whoa, like you're asking me to leave my seichel behind, so start from here. Start from this first piece. Leave the seichel and start to walk in the way of, of, of eternal life, of chai oilam, nata b'seichein, titin emes 
To walk, we should be zeichet to walk in such a way of straightness, of non-sophistication, of not complicated, just like the Tam in the story of Rabbi Nachman's, the Chacham and the Tam is so could I to learn if you haven't to go like a Tam, the Tmimus Subshitas, who's ultimately the biggest Chacham of all. The Alkain, therefore, That's why the primary aspect of Emuna of faith is to make oneself like a Behema. That one should make himself like a behema that has no das, no calculations, no ego, no sense of self, just to be open up to the cloud. They're very, very much conscious of the group, right? And they're willing to sacrifice themselves, particularly with insects. If you look at a hive, bees, and so on and so forth, tremendous sacrifice for the group itself. Where does that come from? That comes from Tamimus, without a calculation that there's no independent ego, which is related to Gullus, which is related to Misa. But it's Chaim, it's Mamash Chaim, it's Hashem's Chaim. To be like a behemoth. Because there's a behemoth, of course, in Kedusha, but there's certainly a behemoth in the Sitra Achra. And the Chsam Soifer says the behemoths, Gematria, are both Kelev. Kelev, of course, is the most impure, right? The Metzach, a Kelev, is, 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 is an aspect of Azus, a Klavim Aze Nefesh, Layadim Soiva. It's a very bad thing. The Kelev is the lowest, the most impure of animals. But Behemoth is also Gematri Eliyahu, Eliyahu Hanavi, who's likened to a Malach, who's Alalamarin. And so we can choose which behemoth we want to be connected to. Either it's a behemoth of believing in shtiot, and it's a behemoth of being literally an ignoramus, right? And a stupid person that doesn't try to access knowledge and isn't battle and isn't a bikush or a mevakish emes. That's kelev. But when a person wants to fly above and to leave this world still chayim, not having tasted tam misa, which is the Indian of separation and each individual thing serving as its own independent identity, behemoth is gematri elio. Behemoth brings us into that place. So a person has to stay away from the negative kind of behemoth. Not either to be a fool who believes everything, right? We have to be discerning with our emuna. But when we're connecting to what the tzaddikim are telling us, then it's time to leave our seichel and to walk in a way of simplicity and a way of authenticity and a way of tmimus This is the aspect of the two different kinds of behemoths that we find in the Torah. That the Torah warns us. Hashem is Baruch and HaKadosh Baruch Hu warns us. Be very discerning. What's the tar behemoth that you can eat and that you can bring up as a carbon and that will bring you Karban, Karov, close to Hashem, and what's the behemoth Tameya that's not Ro'i? Bechinas Kelev. Because again, the emuna is the aspect of behemoth. So you've got to know that there's behemoth tahiras and there's behemoth like tahiras. But he says the emuna that's straight, this incredible way of being able to access the straight and narrow, this beautiful path of our faith. He bechinas behemoth tahiras is the aspect of ikviat sain, is the aspect of holding on to this 2,000-year-old tradition that didn't falter for a minute. Like Pasak Pumi Megirsa from Am Yisrael, Bechlau, there's not been one split second since the Torah was given that Torah wasn't being studied, not one second for thousands of years. And If the Torah, like the Nav says in a number of places, would be stopped to learn for one minute, the world would cease to exist. We walked with this. We died over this. We lived with this. And we gave it over to our children and to our children's children. And we are the heirs of this incredible, incredible nachla, this inheritance, and it's up to us to bring this one to the finish line. Mamish, to go and march with all of our faith and what we know to be good and holy, to hold tight to it, to be a tamim, tamim tiyam Hashem alakecha, Yaakovish tam, Yosheva halim, am chacham, am dikabilu chakimu. That's the essence and the etzem aspect, the, 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 the functional core of Shavuos is called atzeres. What does atzeres mean? To be held back. To be held back. Atzeres means to hold back our own preconceived notions of what life is about. To open our minds up to the Torah That's the preparation for Shavuos. So the last two minutes, he says, the emunas koizuis, but the false beliefs, heimachinas behemas tameus, is the aspect of impure animals. He says that's why we find that all of the avis ha'olam, all of the Great tzaddikim who, interestingly enough, correspond to the seven spheres that we spoke about before that take Tmimus Subshitas to believe that there's such a thing, spheres that the Mekubalim revealed that the Zohar Kaddish brings, they were all shepherds. 
We call them the Shiva Royim, the Ushpizen that come to our sukkah. Shiva Royim, the seven shepherds. Why? Vinikra Shiva Royim, Royim Daika. They were an aspect of a shepherd. The Avois, Kalabi Dasam, their whole Avoida was what? Hailegalos and Muna Hakadoisha Ba'olam was to go ahead and to reveal Emuna in the world. And he goes on to say that that's why they were digging wells, because the water in the wells was the Bechina of Mayim Chaim, was the Bechina of believing in God. Is an aspect of Mayim. They wanted to reveal that. They were revealing Emuna. The Akain, therefore, Machmasha, Ovoi Zachula, Hoitsu, Legalis, Hamunas, Hakadosha, Shinikris, Beermaim, Chaim, that the Heliga of his Hakadosha were able to reveal Emuna in the world. Akain, Kulam, Hayroi, Behemas. They spent all their time with animals the whole day. They were fostering, they were shepherding animals. Because their whole thing was to reveal Amuna and what's Amuna's whole thing is. To separate from the impure animals, that's the behema of Shtus, Gemashriya Kelev, from the behemas to Kedusha, that's the aspect of Amunas, Tahirus, Kedushas, Bechinas, Eliyahu, Hanavi. To separate that. So, to summarize again, and this is the crux of it, the essence of this whole thing, is the tachlis, is the ultimate goal. What are we in this for? Is it for ourselves, for our own personal gain, the aspect of galas? Is it for HaKadosh Baruch the aspect of gever, the aspect of to do for him, to join together with our entire nation with unity, and to fulfill our national tafkid, which happens in a time of galas and in preparation for galas as the son of redemption described and the Medrash Tehillim begins to slowly rise and fill our world with illumination. The Iker is the Tachlis. The, the Nekuda is not to believe that we have to go with Tamim Subshitas that precludes Chachma, but a Chachma HaGadoyla Shabachala Chachmas, Achar Kala Chachmas, the highest level that transcends all the Chachma is to consciously let go and to open our hearts and minds to know, well, are really our hearts, to know how much we need the tzaddikim, how fundamental emuna in tzaddikim is to our Yiddishkeit that we need to fear the tzaddikim because they share in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light and in that way to go ahead and to be zocha to the deepest, deepest chachma, to make use of our lives, to tap into chayim nitzchim and to make sure that every moment of our lives is being lived in the best possible way, Be'ezer Hashem. So this is the big schus as we come into Shavuos, to make this an avoidah. In any little way that we personally can, we see ourselves starting to leave that aside, to open our hearts, because this is the way that we're able to receive the Torah. Am de kabilo eraisa That's the essence of it. Be'ezer Hashem, Thank you so, so much for coming. Thank you to all that were listening in. I apologize for going a little bit over time. And Be'ez HaShem, I bless us all. Next week, there's no shir at Shavuos. Be'ez HaShem, the week after. So, Be'ez HaShem, it should be a beautiful Chakash of We should only hear good news from this point until then. And it should be Mamish Geula with, uh, with Ali regular ready. I think we're ready for it, you know? We're Mamish ready. Thank you so, so much for coming. Thank you, thank you. Sure. You still have to work on yourself to an extent. 